Hello everyone, this is Tony Robeson-May and I am a Red Wall Artist. What I want to talk to you about today is something that is kind of bandied about as a dirty word in the artistic community, but I desperately think we need to talk about it, and that is money. I hear many, many people say that they don't care about money, they only want to do their art. Well, I hear that and I know it's not true. You do care about money. You care about how much money you have if you're able to buy your groceries, pay for your rent, and pay for those acting classes that you want. You do care, so let's not act as if it doesn't matter. What I've learned by listening to Roz, and I was not coached into <laughs> just saying that, is that for an artist to be able to have the success that they want and to be able to focus on their art as much as possible, they need to have a firm financial base underneath them. Being someone who's gone from being a rather penniless artist to having, well, some pennies, <laughs> I'm still on that road myself, is the huge difference that it makes um, when you do have a financial base underneath you. And I'm still working on firming up mine, so I'm not trying to speak to you as some expert who's reached the top of the mountain. I'm talking to you as someone who's struggled, and I'm continuing to see progress. And... From the progress that I've seen, I want to encourage others to shift that mindset. Money does matter. It is not the number one thing that should rule your life by any means. There are much more important things. You know, the higher calling of why we're here on this earth, love, family, friends, all of that. Um, but in order to make your craft possible and to focus on that as much as you want, yes, money does matter. Another piece of advice that I received from an auntie, which has been invaluable to me, is that I should work smarter, not harder. And to give you an example from my personal life, when I first moved to New York, I was working at Starbucks, which I loved, and I continue to have a very sweet, uh, important place in my heart for Starbucks. But I was working there in addition to doing cater waitering and babysitting. And... I would do those three jobs um, sometimes all on the same day or, you know, juggle them throughout the week. And I would also do acting classes. I can tell you at the end of the day, I was beyond exhausted and depleted. Um, you know, I would be working 18, 20-hour days on my feet, running around, going between trains, uptown, downtown. Oh, I also forgot I was cocktail waitressing. Okay, so four jobs. Um, and because they were more labor-intensive, what I had left in my tank and my reserves to give to my art was almost nil. I mean, I can tell you I certainly wasn't writing during that time period. It was all I could do to keep up with, you know, what I had for my acting classes. Um, so going along with the working smarter, not harder, there are many things that you as an artist could do to make money that don't require, um, you know, being on your feet for 18 hours a day. Now, that doesn't mean that if you have a waitressing job or a waitering job where, uh, or bartending where you have flexible hours and you're able to make a lot of money at it that you shouldn't keep it. I do endorse that. I just have increasingly found um, through my experiences and experiences with friends, those opportunities are few and far between. But if you have one, by all means, hold on to it. If you are working... Um, you know, bartending somewhere or waiting table somewhere where they are flexible with their schedule for auditions and it's, you know, maybe at a more high-end location where you're walking away with a large amount of cash at the end of your shift and you enjoy the people that you work with, then keep it. That is gold. If you're not, I highly suggest you take another look at what else you could be doing. Uh, one of the things that Roz encourages 
me and her other Redwall artists and clients to look at is what is a niche sort of specialty that you can capitalize on that you can command a higher price point for your skills. By that I mean there are you could be a personal assistant but personal assistants are a dime a dozen. What is there in that that is more specialized of a skill that you already have that you can either increase your education, your skill level, become faster at, be the best at it that you can be, and therefore your hourly rate that you charge your clients is higher than others because you are specialized? Is it that you can type, you know, 80 words per minute and therefore you can do their correspondence for them or type out you know do ghost writing for them or whatever that is in a shorter period of time than other people could therefore what you charge them you know per project that you complete is higher or if you're doing babysitting is there something else in that can you say that um, you're going to be doing cooking lessons with the kids that you're babysitting and so therefore you're going to be making meals throughout the week where they're actually making their own lunches and um, you have a meal plan and recipes that you've gone through for, with them that they're going to enjoy. So in addition to whatever the after-school pickup is, there are the culinary skills they're, they're also enjoying and getting to learn. And so instead of being only $20 an hour for a babysitting, you're 30 So I want you to take a look at that. You can even ask your friends and family, do a mini survey amongst them. You know, pick five or ten people that you love and trust, send out an email, and ask them, maybe if, if you care to, what are the top skills that you think that you have that other people don't have. Now if you already know that for yourself, you want to pick out maybe it's a number one skill or a number three. Um, hopefully it's something that you enjoy and if you aren't the if you enjoy it and if you aren't the best at it, what can you do to become the best? Are there other classes you can take? You're, by spending that money to become the best at it and invest in that, that investment will pay off in terms of the increased work that you get and again the higher price point you are able to command. When I've been able to see if um, for example a friend of mine who is a manny, you know he's a male babysitter, um, he also enjoys skateboarding. So he does skateboarding lessons for the kids that he babysits. So when he's babysitting, he's commanding more like $25 to $30 an hour, which is twice the amount of other babysitters that I know. When you do that effort and you put in that time to find your niche and make the most out of it, and you're able to afford things like the casting director workshops you want to go to, um, you know, the nicer hair appointment that you can get before you walk into an audition room. All of those things that make it possible for you to um, get further down your road to su your success quicker and so that you're able to do more of those things like take those extra acting classes or a movement class or heck a yoga class or what if you wanted to get a personal trainer. That financial freedom is gold. So let's not act as if money does matter. It does. At the base of it, love truly matters. Love of your art does truly matter and money helps to make that possible. So that's my message from one Redwall artist out to the community of artists out there. Thanks and have a great week.